All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. And as we are right in the middle of dry January, I wanted to bring on a good friend and my guest today, Denise Taylor. How are you, Denise? I'm good. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to have you join me today because you've been on this sober journey for 60 days now, a little over 60. We're I think it's 71 today. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. This is my second go at um, going sober. Okay. Like my longest stint is, besides being pregnant, my longest uh, go at it was six months. So okay. I figured I could, let me try this again. So yeah. yeah. So, you can do it. You can great. do it. Yeah. As we're recording this, I mean, it'll be a little bit longer when this actually comes out, but I'm on, today's my 500th day. Which is crazy, oh and that's God. why it's just perfect that we're doing this today. So five hundred, it's it's that amazing. So so inspiring. So yeah. uh, amazing. Yeah. And so how does it feel? I I love it. I mean, I use an app which is called it's called um, Sober Plus. I went ahead and downloaded it when I first decided to do this because it's just. I have the free version and everything, but it's great because you just, you enter your, you know, your last day of having a drink and then it just, you check in every day and it gives you little motivational quotes and they have group chats where you can kind of chat with people. And the only reason I really did it is because I wanted to track my progress and I'll get little alerts when I'm getting close to like a milestone. And when I saw 500, I was like, wow, like that really, it honestly flew by. And I never thought, I mean, this is the longest I've ever gone. I mean, it's when I was pregnant both times, I mean, that was only nine months, which I don't know how many days that is, but like 180, I think. Yeah. But yeah. I have one too. I have an app too. One of my friends recommended it to me. I think it's called I Am Sober. And it, it every morning it's like, good morning, check in. How's it going? Mm-hmm. You know, why are you doing this? It makes you confirm, you know, it commit to your reason why. And then at night it's like, how did it go today? How did you feel? And yep. then, but I do, it also has the really motivational quotes, which I think are great. I keep, I noticed that they're saved and you can go back to each day and look at all the, cause they're like pretty little photographs, yep. little stock photos and little, mo, you know, a little inspirational quote. And I do, I love it. It's so yeah. good. It makes me feel so good. Yeah. And you, it's just fun to kind of share it. And I have to say like for me, it really, it was a no brainer to do this, but I did share on a recent um, Instagram post that it never was meant to be such a long-term thing. It was only meant to be short-term. Let me do this. Let me get back in shape, do a little health check. And then something just clicked along the way. And now I'm just, I'm so deep into it. I've honestly just made the decision that I'll never drink again unless something crazy happens, but it's, it's all in the mind. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. It's a mindset. Um, I find that if I dial in my nutrition and meaning like I'm I'm not restricting myself from certain food groups, right? I'm mm-hmm. eating the things that make me feel satisfied and satiate me. Um, if I reduce my stress, meaning I like control the controllables. Life is stressful, but there are certain things we can control. I can control what I watch on TV, I can control, um, you know, the time I go to bed, all of these things, you know, life is going to get stressful. So how you cope with it is going to be your saving grace, right? Because if you always grab the drink, then you're not really dealing with 
what is going on in your life. You know what I mean? So, right. There's always, life is always going to be stressful. It doesn't matter. You know, if you think this is stressful, just wait, you know, wait till you're working two jobs or wait till you're, you know what I mean? So like, it's just always going to be stressful. It's always going to pile on. So what can you do to control the controllables and reduce your stress? And then also adding in that, um, going to bed at a decent time, getting at least seven hours of sleep will help reduce your stress, reduce your anxiety so that you're not grabbing for that drink to help you cope. Um, What are some other things? Uh, Yeah, for me, going for daily walks, like just walking, clearing, you know, to clear my head and going for a walk. I know a lot of people don't have time to do that, but if you can take a five minute walk here, just a brain break, like, you know, get away from the computer, push the computer away, get up off your, your chair, move away from the desk and just go for a five minute walk and break it up into little increments, you know, throughout the day. But like you, Tracy, you know, I am, you know, I'm a coach, I'm a fitness blogger, fitness influencer. And, you know, when alcohol to me goes against everything that is the root of who I am. Like I believe in living a healthy lifestyle. I eat all the things that are good for me to fuel my body. You know, I do all the things, I check all the boxes and then I'm undoing it all with the alcohol. So it's just like, you know, why, why am I doing this? You know, um, there's so many studies about, you know, the effects of alcohol on your brain, um, what it does to your, your, um, you know, the, the fat that accumulates around your middle, you know, um, you know, the fat accumulates around your liver. So why am I doing this to my body? If I'm trying to do, you know, all these, all this weightlifting, all this cardio, why am I drinking a bottle of wine and just adding on the belly fat? You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, my father, my father, you know, he had dementia and he loved his wine. So I already have the predisposition, the genetics for dementia in my family. He also had multiple strokes. So, you know, I know people want to think that, oh, a glass of wine a day is good for your health. No, that is a fallacy. That is a myth that has been pushed onto us to think that it is okay to do these things. It is okay. Drunk culture is so prevalent in our, in our society that people think they make excuses to excuse the behavior, you know? And, um, you know, one of the things I always like to point out to people is like, if somebody tells you, you know what, I'm gonna be a vegetarian. I'm not gonna eat meat because I just, you know, I just really wanna do right by my body and I wanna do better for the planet. Nobody bats an eye. Nobody says, you know what? You should just eat meat in moderation. (laughs) As soon as you tell somebody, that you're, you've cut back on your alcohol, you're doing this sober living, you're doing sober curious. People are like, oh, just drink in moderation. It's just one drink, you know? Right. And, and it's like, we accept that. So one of the things that really helped me when I take on this, this goal of sober living, one of the things that I always say is, at, like if you go to a social event or you go to a party or you go to a meetup, uh, you know, we're influencers and there's always alcohol uh, flowing. Um, I always say, I'm just not drinking right now. And that mm. seems to just like quiet people. They don't, they don't like, oh, okay, that's cool. Or, or then they'll follow it up with something like, oh, I don't drink that much either. Because <laughs> you're like, you feel them into a response. Like, you know, I don't know why they feel it's necessary yeah. to say these things in response to you. But that usually is a third, uh, a thought 
terminating response when you just say, I'm just not drinking right now. So well, you have to have these like, little things in your, in your toolkit, you know, yeah. to save you in these uh, trigger, triggering moments, you know? Yeah. Well, when I first started, cause you know, I was a bartender for so many years and I used to get annoyed when people would come in and didn't drink. Cause the first thing is, Oh, this person doesn't drink. Why are they sitting at the bar and they're not going to tip and all this stuff. I mean, that was just my mindset for so many years. You know, it's how a lot of bartenders think. And then when I first started on this journey, I'll never forget. I was on this walking food tour in Dunedin and one of like, we went to a couple different restaurants. It was really fun. And we stopped at this place, which was a distillery and they were handing out drinks to everybody. And I remember the bartender approached me and I said, oh, no, thank you. I'm not drinking today. I have a race tomorrow. And she goes, I don't need to know why you're not drinking. And I thought to myself, OK, like she was kind of rude about it. I said, I'll take a Red Bull instead. She was I respecting kind of, your choice, I think. Yeah, yeah. She was, which yeah. I, I didn't know how to respond. And I found myself constantly making an excuse as to why I wasn't drinking. And every time I go to an event, oh, I'm on medication or antibiotics. And I thought, why in the hell am I doing this? It really doesn't matter. And I just tell people I don't drink. And now I don't even care. I just tell them I don't drink. Thank you. Do you have a mocktail or do you have something else? And it it's fine. So maybe phrase it. You know, I know you don't care and, you know, we got to wear that like a badge of honor, but <laughs> um, I just, you know, I was in December. So, okay. So October was really out of control with the drinking. You know, I love, you know, I went to an event at the, at a winery with my mom in Georgia. I love Georgia wineries, love them. Even if you don't drink, they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. I like to call it the Southern Napa, you know, but shh, that's my spirit. Don't. I don't want anybody else going there. <laughs> I've never been to one, so now I'm curious. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it, it's so beautiful. It is the southern Southern Napa, um, and it's a little little country, you know, mixed in. But um, so I went to a winery, a concert at a winery up there, and then um, you know all the Halloween fun stuff. You know, you got to have the the spooky, you know, cocktails and all that stuff. And you know, I just Halloween, you know, I had, you know, we, it's funny, this again, with drunk culture, you know, we have trick-or-treaters, we always give out adult beverages to trick-or-treaters when they come, you know, like we, we, to give their out, parents, not, <laughs> not the kids, sorry, it's okay, it's okay, I was gonna say, I know some kids that will be all over that, yeah, everybody over 21, um, you know, we don't check IDs, but, you know, their parents, when they come with their kids, um, we, you know, we give out adult beverages and it's, it's just kind of always been that way, yeah. you know? And, and I just remember sitting there that night on Halloween night and thinking, you know, I'm over this. I'm really over drinking right now. And, and just thinking, okay, November 1st is my, my oldest birthday. They are, um, they're 22. And on their birthday, I was like, you know, I thought, well, if they wanted to have a cocktail for their birthday or mimosas, I would probably have one with them, you know? Yeah. But, um, I just thought, I don't feel like drinking today. Yeah. I just don't feel like drinking. And then they didn't order any cocktails or no, no mosas or anything. So I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to drink. And, you know, I'm just going to try and detox from alcohol for the next right. couple of weeks. And then, you know, you know what? I'm going to try to go to Thanksgiving without drinking. And I did. And then, you know, that was kind of hard because my sister says to me, you know, when we got together a family, she's like, so you, you're really not going to drink, you know? And again, we're in Georgia for Thanksgiving in the yeah. mountains. And I love the wineries up there. And my sister's like, you really don't want to have a glass of wine. You know, I'm like, 
no, I'm really good. I didn't drink with dinner. Um, I did, you know, we went to breweries. I didn't drink at the breweries. I just didn't feel like it. It was weird. And, um, and then I'm like, you know what? Okay. December's here. I'm going to try to make it through December. You know, if on Christmas morning I wake up and I feel like a mimosa, I'm not going to feel bad. You know, I'm just going to, just going to roll with the punches in December. We celebrate my anniversary as well. So it was our 24th anniversary. We went out to dinner, my husband and I, and you know, when you make the reservations online, they always ask what you're celebrating. And I said, our anniversary. And you know, at, um, I'm just going to name drop it, Olivia, because I love. Oh yeah, I love beautiful Chef place. Pont. I love Chef Pont. <laughs> yeah. I always promote Chef Pont in all his restaurants. And so, um, so we went to Olivia, which is a fantastic restaurant. And the server says, "Oh, it's your anniversary. Would you like a champagne toast?" And my husband looks at me, and I said, "I'm sober right now." I'm, I didn't say right now. I said, "I'm sober." And she's like, "Oh, oh, that's great. Did you want dessert instead?" Oh, and nice. I was like, well, hell yeah, I'll take some yeah. dessert. <laughs> so I was like, you know, so getting the, the point I was trying to make where you said like, you know, I don't, I just don't give the excuse anymore. So that's another powerful thing to say. If you say I'm sober, it's like people respect that. If you say I don't drink, it's weird. It's like the negative in their brain makes them defensive or something. So if you just say I'm, I'm sober, it's just yeah. such a powerful, people don't know where you are on your recovery journey. And they respect it, you know, yeah. so it's, it's such a powerful thing to have again in your tool, you know, in your toolkit. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, on New Year's Eve, I was, um, a, a guy that I know that owns a couple restaurants. I used to work at one of them. And so he invited me to come out on New Year's Eve to his new place in St. Petersburg. So I'm like, okay, cool. And he knows I don't drink. And you know, there's been times where he'll give me a hard time about it and he just doesn't get it. And so the entire, all freaking night long, he kept pushing me to have a drink because I was sitting at the bar. I was, you know, I was by myself and I was just sitting there and he wanted me to try their, you know, New Year's Eve menu and everything. And I thought I actually brought my own non-alcoholic beverages. And I say, can I just have a champagne food? I'll pour these and be festive. But he just would not let it go. And he just kept saying, come on, come on. And tried to shove a glass of champagne at me. And I was like, listen, please stop. Like, I don't want it. And it was getting kind of annoying at that point. And then, I don't know, then he finally, he goes, did you, did you have a problem? Like, are you okay? And I looked at him and I said, I stopped because I didn't want to have a problem. And that kind of shut him up and then he never brought it up again. But it is annoying sometimes when people want to know why and they look at you like you're crazy. It's like, just let it go. Why are we still talking about this? Yeah, I think you just like, you know, again, I equate it to when people cut out food groups. Like mm -hmm. I'm giving up carbs and I'm giving up red meat. You know, nobody bats an eye. And <laughs> exactly. so- I find that when I say that to people, I'm doing this for health reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm trying to live my my healthiest life. You know, people are like, oh, that's interesting. Because, you know, people are like, oh, I'm keto. I don't eat carbs. You know, I've cut out fruit. You know, <laughs> and, yep. and everyone's like, oh, good for you. I'm so proud of you on that journey. You know, and I just feel like I I'm allowed to have that same power when it comes to alcohol. Right. And actually, um, um, a friend of mine, you know, who's a recovering addict had said to me, you know, I really respect that. You know, he, he's still drinking, but he, he respected my journey and, you know, I, I you know, 
I, you know, he, every, you have to, those, those thought terminating statements that you can put out there are so powerful. So whatever it is for you that works, you know, that gives that makes you, gives you that sense of autonomy and, and power. You, those are so, so amazing to have in your back pocket yeah. for those situations. And that was a very triggering situation for you. I'm so proud of you for. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, you, shouldn't, you just, you shouldn't, if someone tell, it's like you go out with someone on a first date and they're pressuring you to sleep with them and you say no, and they won't let it go. It's like, let just, I said, no, stop, you know, just leave it at that. Cause I get mad. 24 people. Yeah. I know, I know. And it's like, but he's very old school and doesn't get it. And he'll never understand. But then again, it's like, I think that's what separates people who have strong minds and are very, you know, they have willpower from those that don't. And he's, in my eyes, definitely someone who doesn't have that willpower. And it's nothing against him. But you know, some people just can't understand it because they've never been able to practice, you know, having strong willpower. But I will say one thing. Yeah, it's also about boundaries too, like yeah. respecting somebody's boundaries. Like don't Absolutely. push back on it. Respect Absolutely. It, and I've really noticed though over, I have to say over the last eight months or so, the amount of non-alcoholic options, even at like, I was at Target the other day and I couldn't believe it. They, ha- they, they used to just have, they barely had anything. I remember about a year and a half ago, I discovered Bud Zero. Because during football, like I like to have a beer watching football. So- yeah, watch the wings and the beer with the exactly, game, right? <laughs> exactly. And I always liked Mick Ultra, and I think Bud Zero when it's super cold, it really tastes just like a Mick Ultra. And I've actually tricked a few people; they thought it was real. Corona non-alcoholic is another great one. But I'll I remember going. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? No, I said I'll have to try that. Yeah, definitely. The I'm Corona is great. If I go out to a restaurant, I'm drinking. A, a good save for me if I'm dining out is ordering the. Like I'll order a club soda or lime, or I'll order the really fancy Italian sparkling water that a lot of restaurants or like yeah. the Perrier, you know, like um, Saratoga that a lot of restaurants mm-hmm. offer. I'll, I'll order that because I feel like, oh, it's special. I don't, it's yeah. weird. It's a mind trick, you know, it, so it is. you got to um, do whatever works for you um, in a situation to help you curb, you know, the triggers. Right. So right. Um, I, I'm not. I haven't really, you know, my thing is, is the empty calories too. So yeah. like once in a, like I don't even drink soda, you know? So like for me to drink a mocktail, you know, I, I even when I was drinking, I wasn't the biggest fan of cocktails because I always found them too sweet. Exactly. So I would be like, you know, dumping the club soda in the mocktail, I mean, in the cocktail. So I'm not really like missing the cocktails, you know? So I'm not, yeah. I mean, I would try a mocktail, you know, just, but Again, I would treat it like, you know, like I'm going out for dinner. I'm going to, you know, eat some dessert. Maybe I'll have a mocktail, like that kind of thing, you know, just kind of balance it out, but not something I go to every day. And um, I'm big on herbal teas. I love herbal teas. Like at night when I'm just trying to unwind, you know, when I would go for a glass of wine, I'm going for an herbal tea. So, Mm -hmm. and like I said, I'm on 70 days now and I really feel good. My husband, I think is kind of sad because he lost a drinking partner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. We just were in North Carolina um, for New Year's. And again, you know, um, I think it's important to surround your people who support your journey, you Mm -hmm. know? And so like my oldest is there with their college friends and they really weren't drinking. So 
like I wasn't really drinking, yeah. you know? And, you know, I, my mom said, my mom of all people said to me, so you're not going to do a champagne toast? And I was like, no, no <laughs> I don't really need to do a champagne toast to toast the new year. I'm like, and I, and I was like, mom, why do we do a champagne toast for the new year? Like we're right. doing a tradition that we don't even know why we're doing the tradition. Like I can make a toast to anything with anything in a glass. It doesn't have to be champagne, right? but we're Hispanic. So one of our new year's traditions is uh, 12 grapes in the last 12 seconds of the old year to bring 12 new, uh, 12 months of good luck in the new year. So I had put out wine glasses with 12 grapes in, every, in them for everyone. Um, and that's what I toasted with. So oh, nice. that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Little grapes with my soda. <laughs> yeah. No, I so, love that. I love that. But yeah, well, one thing I was going to say is like, I noticed at Target maybe a year and a half ago, they didn't have anything non-alcoholic. They were the one store that did not. I mean, you could go maybe sometimes to Walmart, but Publix definitely was the only one. Of course they have the the standards like St. Polly Girl and Klaus Tower, which are terrible in my opinion. But Publix really started, they started getting like the Guinness and the Sam Adams and some of the craft breweries, their non-alcoholic versions. But I was at Target about a week ago and I was blown away. They have got, they had an entire end cap dedicated to non-alcoholic beverages. They had the brand by Katy Perry, which um, I haven't tried it because it is kind of pricey, but it's like four style, like obviously non-alcoholic cocktails that come in a can and it's like $20 for four. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to spend that. I'm sorry, but I'll try it. You know, I mean, like, and I'm not above when I was drinking, I wasn't above spending, you know, $20, $25 on a bottle of wine or even $40, $50 on a bottle of wine, you know? So it, but for me, it's weird. Like, I don't want to spend that money on soda. You know, in my brain, I'm like, I'm not drinking craft soda at that price. So, um, Publix has Greenwise, the Greenwise supermarkets, and they, um, speaking of craft sodas, the pours counter, which is like a bar in the supermarket, um, they make craft sodas, which I kept saying to my kids, like, oh, let's go over there and try it. You know, my, like, and again, you know, drunk culture, like my husband and I, you know, we would go to Greenwise. The beer is cheap. It's $5. You know, you can shop while you're drinking your beer and, you know, and, and it's fun. It's a cool vibe. But, you know, I said to my husband, if he wanted to go there, I'll just, I'll just order a clip soda or I'll just get a craft soda while we're there. But yeah, he's kind of sad that he lost his drinking partner, especially for our anniversary when we didn't drink wine um, yeah. <laughs> a glass of wine we have, you know we have a, a a cupboard you know just a wine rack full of wine but i'm just not drinking it you know yeah. and i don't miss it i don't miss it it's so wild i mean who knows you know check back within me with me next month and see where i am i guess on this journey but i'm good right now you know yeah so yeah no i mean that's I, I always yeah sleeping. you sleep better oh my goodness like the, the nights, like maybe that was it for Halloween. You know, I was like, I didn't, I slept like shit that night, mm-hmm. you know, and I woke up and now it's my kid's birthday and I'm feeling like crap, you know, cause I didn't sleep well and I'm not hung over, but I just feel like I've been run over by a Mack truck, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I'm just, 
I'm old, Tracy. I like sleeping. I don't want to feel like I've been run over by a Mack truck. I want to You're feel not old, by the way. That's why we do. That's why we exercise. That's why we eat right. That's why, you know, that's why we do all the things because we want to feel good and feel good in our bodies. And then you know, I do this, you know, bender and I'm like, I'm feeling like crap, you know, I just, and it, and actually a friend of mine was saying, you know, when he stopped drinking, you know, he's like, He's like, it took him longer to recover when he was drinking as he got older. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I have a story though. He's so right. I'm like, you're right. I would feel like crap for days. Yeah. But a lot of times you keep drinking and you don't realize it, you know? So you're like, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. You had a story. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. I was just, I had somebody ask me what was the turning point for you? And, you know, I, I don't want to get in. It's a very, it was a long process, but I had, I had gone and done a hotel collaboration and I came back home and I ended up meeting some friends at a local sports bar. And at the hotel I had, they, I mean, they gave me a bottle of champagne. So it was like, I had been drinking like since Friday night. So here it was Saturday. I go to the sports bar. I think I was drinking White Claw or something. I wasn't driving. I was always very good about that. I ended up going to another sports bar with a group of people to watch some UFC fights. And I'm, I've never was a shot person, but I, somehow I ended up doing shots and I do not remember like the end of the night. I woke up at 5 30 in the morning. I was the guy who, I mean, I knew him who gave me a ride home. We were in my driveway parked in his truck and both of us were asleep. I just happened to wake up and I'm like, what, where am I? And I looked, I'm like, I'm in my driveway. His truck was still running. And that I felt so awful. And I just like, I kind of hit him. I said, like, you drove really, you know, cause I was, I had taken an Uber to begin with. So I went inside and I went right to sleep and I was really upset. I was supposed to go to a restaurant that it was a Sunday and do a collaboration. I had to cancel on them because I felt so sick. And I looked at my tab. I had my receipt wrapped on my credit card and it was over $300. Somehow I got stuck with everyone's stuff. I know it wasn't me. I didn't eat any food. There was people's entrees on there. And that was the day I said, you know what? I have a couple of things to finish up this week. I did have like a sake collaboration and a wine collaboration and whatever. I finished up that week and that was it for me. And as I've been on this journey, I've thought back of that period from like basically 2019 up until when I started this sober journey, every single guy that I was involved with, I never would even think twice about today. And it was because I was in that mindset. I was always out drinking, having a little too much fun. And that speaks volumes for me. I never would have even spoken to any of these people. And I don't care if they're listening because it's true. Like I never, ever, ever would have been involved with any of them. Not one single person in that like three or four year period. So that's a major aha moment. It really was. was. And that's why I've walked away from it and I'm good. But uh, anyway- I, I, I know we're, we're almost out of, we're almost out of time, but I wanted to thank you again. You've just been someone I've known for so long. And when I saw that you were doing this, it just got me really excited because it's nice to know other people that are doing this alongside of me. And we'll definitely have to go to some places together in Tampa Bay. 
I just got goosebumps. Yes, you're so <laughs> inspiring. Just know that, you know, people are watching your journey mm-hmm. and people admire you for it. And you're in, an inspiration and you're motivating people that you don't even realize. You know, you and I talk often, so you know I'm yeah. always like your biggest cheerleader. But <laughs> you're so sweet. Not even the haters are watching, girl. <laughs> oh, they are. They are. I, I, over- <laughs> I overheard um, a girl at an event like a month ago who wasn't very friendly to me. And I actually overheard her telling her friend, she thinks she's all that because she doesn't drink anymore. And I thought to myself, you're just jealous because I'm doing well with my health and wellness. And that's all that it is. So people that hate you, it's because they wish they could do what you were doing. I've learned that. And I don't care anymore. They, they Usually they, they're, they're so crippled by fear because mm-hmm. they can't put themselves out there and they're scared of change. And it's yeah. So you're, here we are. It's true. But yeah, so doing we'll definitely doing all the hard yes, things. That's what Glennon Doyle says, you know. Well, I wanted you to share just how people can find you on social media so they can see everything you're up to. Yeah. So on um, on Instagram, I'm run underscore DMT. I love um, that. Like I'm run DMC. <laughs> yeah. It's my, it's, yeah. Because, I well, I used to be a marathon maniac, but now I run less and lift more. So, but I'm still DMT because those are my initials. Mm-hmm. So, so I love it. Can't... Thank you. And then um, on Twitter, I don't really go on there very often, but if they want to find me on Twitter, it's um, run, it's underscore run, underscore DMT, underscore. It's a little bit crazy. Um, and then on Facebook, I'm Denise's run DMT. And then I have a website, Denise's run DMT.com. And then what else? What did I miss? Oh, threads. I'm on threads too. Yeah. And also your group on Facebook. Oh, right. I, yeah. So I started, this is really crazy. I started this group for my first sober journey mm-hmm. back way back when. And it, you know, Facebook groups don't go away. You, you can like yeah, they stay. You can ignore them, but they, you cannot delete them, you know, so they don't go anywhere. So um, during COVID, I kind of, you know, I was really, really mindful about my drinking during COVID because I was like, I do not want to become an alcoholic during COVID. This is not when it's going to, this is, this is not going to, this is not going to be my downfall because it, it was, you know, there were two types of people during COVID, either they became alcoholics or they became sober. So, um, and I was going to be sober curious. That's where I was. I was going to have, you know, still drink, but not go overboard. So um, during COVID, I kept this Facebook going and, you know, um, and then I thought, you know what, since I'm on this sober journey again, you know, and I know friends are doing dry January, let's bring this back. And I'm hoping through um, the Facebook group is called Sobering Thoughts. Um, I'm hoping to do a few meetups, you know, um, non-alcoholic meetups just for support and camaraderie and you know, this, this, this ish is hard, man. You got to do it together. You know, life yeah. is hard. You need to have, you need to have cheerleaders around you. So. Yeah. And I'll definitely let people know. I have a few friends that have um, gone on. They started this journey this month. So I'm super excited. So I'll, I'll send them your way. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to do daily, um, not daily, uh, weekly conversations yeah. to like have people check in and share, you know, what's going on with Perfect. them. So. Okay. See? Yeah, I promise okay. I'll get more involved. Work's just been a little oh, crazy. Oh, you are so busy. Uh, you don't uh, hurt my feelings if, if, you, <laughs> if you're lurking. I don't care. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again for joining me. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to see you in person very soon.
Yes, I know. Squeezes. Um, Thank you for having me. This is always so much fun. I always love our conversation. Awesome. Yeah, we'll do we'll do it again, too. All right. All right. Bye, sweetheart. Bye. Bye. Thanks. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to download and listen to your favorite podcast. Have a great weekend and enjoy it. 